Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 209th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing a special Welcome Free story time called 21 Questions About Money. But before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to cover. First, make sure you not only listen to this episode, but you download it through the Podbean app on WokenFree.com. Why do you want to do that? When you're able to do that, you are able to add your comments. And that's where you can have a conversation with us and you can tell us your thoughts on money, which... We know you have. We know you have. So make sure you do that. If you, for some reason, can't download additional apps on whatever device you listen to podcasts on, then make sure you go to WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, and pick your platform of choice to subscribe and follow the show at. So we're on iTunes, we're on TuneIn, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play. Obviously, you subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Guys, what's it sound like? It sounds like a Woken Free world to us and to you. Now, of course, you can also go to WokenFree.com on the homepage and subscribe to the show via email. Why? Because then every week you'll get email notifications of the new episode, which is super easy to forward to your friends and family, because if you're Woken Free, they should be as well. Now, we always want to hear from you on social media. We always put out fun content. So you can find us easily on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, yes, I said TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you have 90 seconds, yes, 90 seconds, we'd love for a review of the show. So review the show wherever you can. So again, go on WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, and pick your platform of choice where you'd like to review the show at. With that, I'm going to kick it to you, Galil. I mean, with that, we should just get right into this episode, right? Okay, wonderful. So you can start it off now. All right, question one then. Is money real? Money is not as real as, let's say, like the sun. But Mm -hmm. in terms of humans, we've made it a real thing. It's Mm -hmm. only real as long as we believe in it. So that's (laughs) how you can think of money. So money is a perception. (laughs) Yeah. Nice, okay. uh, My answer kind of is similar to that. It's not something that naturally exists in nature. It is only a manifestation of human beings. So if we didn't want to create a currency, whatever land you live on, then there wouldn't be one, right? Because it doesn't exist outside of our world. Yeah, you have to you have to explain it. You don't have to explain objects that already exist like the sun. Mm-hmm. But money has to be explained. Exactly. Question two. What is the true value of money? So I believe you know, and granted, we aren't like a thousand years old, but for the time that we've lived on this planet, I think that uh, money really is equals t- time, right? It Money gives you time in your life, either more time for you, more time for things that you uh, want to do, but it, it's affording you time. So the more money you have, the more time that you have, which means also the more control over your time that you have. Yeah, I agree with that. I think money is humans' best equation to taking time from another human. Mm-hmm. So money is a way for people to exchange time with each other, actually. And mm-hmm. that's what fosters civilization. Interesting. Okay. Question three. Is it easy to make money? Yeah, technically, but usually you can illegally print money. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's, you know, it's something that's as simple that as that. Nice, it's nice. as simple as that, to be honest. <laughs> Okay. But seriously, though, there are many legal methods to earn money for yourself as well. Look at God. (laughs) (laughs) 
How wonderful. Well, yeah. uh, my answer is partially similar to yours in that, is it easy to make money? Yes, it is. It's as easy as you think it is, right? So if money, again, is a perception of humanity, then how easily and freely it comes your way is also going to be up to the human perception. And so the, the beauty of entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, who folks want to create financial opportunities for them, then they find it somewhat easy to, to, to make the money in not to say that it doesn't require work, but it can come easily and freely. Question four, what has been the best lesson learned about money? Huh. The more that you can make money work for you as opposed to you working for your money, I believe the happier you'll be. And I'm, this is my true living testimony. So <laughs> meaning currently, I would say I have more money that I have to work for than than uh, passive income. And I feel the difference. And the more that I can increase my passive income opportunities as opposed to my active income opportunities, I think the, the more sleep I'll get and uh, the calmer I'll be. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I've learned early on that money is not based off of a physical quantity or mm-hmm. backed by anything. Mm-hmm. So that just let me know it can definitely be gained many different ways. There's not just one source of it. Word. Question five. What is the easiest way to make money? I think like you were mentioning earlier, you should look for passive income where you don't have to devote your time to earn it. Mm-hmm. So a good one is, as an example, dividends from stocks. That's an easy way to make money. Mm-hmm. It's a passive source of income. You don't do anything, but you receive money. Hopefully, KJ eventually will listen to this episode and he'll get his stock game up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So for us, uh, we're really proud of our course that we made on Listenable. It's titled How to Understand and Apply the Law of Attraction. Uh, so again, all of our links and references you can find in the episode on welcomefree.com. And we definitely hope you sign up for our course. Why? Because people get paid with courses. And it's uh, really a, another similar to stocks. It's a wonderful passive income opportunity. Uh, and, you know, it's an opportunity where you can put in a lot of time, effort, make something, and then it makes you money while you're sleeping and while you're not even thinking about it. And uh, what's better than that? That's a good point. Question six, how many income streams should a person have? What a wonderful question. So according to lessdebtmorewine.com, phenomenal URL link name. Love that. Less debt, more wine. Like, these, these people oh, right. are thinking about it, man. Yeah. Uh, they say the following. Typical nine-to-fivers might have two to three streams of income, their job, a retirement account, and a side hustle. The self-employed person often has and needs more. <laughs> wow. I didn't think of a retirement account as a income stream of stream, income. right? Yeah. I mean, I guess after. So mm-hmm. I didn't think of it as like an active the stream of income because it's not like your retirement account you're living off of right now. No, but it so is that's a, kind of an funny. income stream down the road, right? So yeah. it's kind of a delayed income stream. Okay. But the the site goes on to say the more income streams, the better. Uh, but uh, you know, ultimately, millionaires typically have at least seven different income streams. So to nice. answer your question, I would say seven or more. Okay, <laughs> I definitely I didn't know that because I was just thinking from statistically mm-hmm. you would want at least three because if you only had two you could lose one yeah and then you only have one left so to me three is the bare minimum that you need because okay. then you can just replace one if you lose one of them. Gotcha. Yeah, I would say for you know learning that the more money the better you have in life. Try to aim for what the average millionaire is doing then. So that's why I recommend the seven or more. Now, question seven. Uh, That's funny. Is it easy to lose money? 
Yeah, because m- many sources of media and news, they try to preach that money is the root of all evil. So that makes people actually turn down money, even if it's thrown in their face. Mm. And they do that because they're trying to stay in good moral standing. Indeed. indeed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would say yes as well here, because if you don't value something, then it's easy to lose it. And money True. is not something that is necessarily valued or treasured in the way that it should. Not, I think because... A lot of times, if you go back, at least from our educational perspective, money, the understandings of finance was not emphasized in school. So then that means you have a generation of people growing up, not really understanding how to use it, and then are expected to to be masters at it at some point in their life. And that's uh, illogical and not really going to happen. Question eight, how important should money be in your life? Great question. Again, it should be as important as you want it to be. So if you enjoy having control of your time and having plenty of time, then money should be very important to you. Uh, if you are okay being a slave to uh, to time and, and having your time utilized in a way that doesn't necessarily work with what you want, then I guess money won't be important to you. Yeah, I think money should not be what you chase after, but it should be just something you exchange in valuation of the time you spend doing something. So mm-hmm. it's a way to value your time. Or even just you can get money passively, like we were saying, from something that you set up for yourself. Absolutely. All right. Question nine. Can you ever have enough money? I think you can have a steady stream, but there's not a singular amount that could be said that that is enough money. You just want money where you don't have to wonder how much you have left of it, where Mm. it's like an afterthought. I think that's the kind of money you want. Absolutely. There's this song uh, by Idris... uh, What's his name? Idris Elba. Elba, yeah. And the Boasty is part of this yeah. song, and he says, "My money's so long that it doesn't know me," or something like that. And I like love that. So I too agree with you. Uh, no, you can never have too much money. Uh, again, the more money, the more time, less limitations and restrictions in your life. Sounds like a, a a world of wonder for me and anyone who's smart to think that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to put it. Equate that with intelligence. Yes, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Question 10. (laughs) Of the things you have bought in your life, which do you remember most happily? Oh, yeah. So I would say for me, uh, if you're in my life, in my inner circle uh, of three... No, but, uh, you know, you know that I love to buy gifts for my loved ones, especially on their birthdays or for holidays. So every time I can buy a gift for loved ones, uh, including myself, uh, wow. <laughs> shout out okay. to Chloe by Chloe perfume. So delicious. I'm so excited with that birthday gift for myself. Uh, I think that that Yikes. is just, uh, yeah, that is just, those create memories, right? And like, I love like, uh, five below and buying like little, like, ch- you know, I love my tchotchkes. So I just, I think anytime you can spend money on people you love or things that you want, then those are memorable and happy, happy experiences. And I am a big proponent of treating yourself, right? So, you know, don't live a life where you're like, you have to expect anything you want from others. Like you're, gr- once you're a grown up, Buy yourself what you want. Treat yourself what you want. Obviously, thinking about your general financial planning of your life. But, you know, if you have discretionary income to spend on yourself, then have at it. I remember the things as a child that I had to save up for, actually, mm. the most. Because I didn't have a income stream. So, ah. it took a lot of pit time and patience to actually purchase these things. Yeah. And that that's really what I can remember most happily. Okay. 
That sounds both sad and happy, but that's nice. That's good. That I just say, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, question 11. Do you have any cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin and where can you use that kind of money? No, I don't have cryptocurrency because there's some ethical issues with how the coins are mine. Mm-hmm. But to talk about where you can actually spend that money, more and more places are accepting cryptocurrencies. And you can also purchase some NFTs with cryptocurrencies. So there is mm. things you can do with it. <laughs> yeah, and we talk about both NFTs and cryptocurrency on this uh, show before. So just put that in the search engine and you'll find those episodes, guys, on WilcomFree.com. Now, uh, similarly, yeah, I don't also have cryptocurrency. Uh, but it is surprising to see how many more places are offering it. So there's a website called 99bitcoins.com and they shared a 2020 survey by HSB that revealed that 36% of small to medium sized businesses in the United States are accepting Bitcoin and the most popular companies as of, you know, last year accepting Bitcoin payments worldwide are Wikipedia, Microsoft, and AT&T. Those names totally shocked me. And so I thought that was a really interesting reveal. And they actually have an article that lists 20 plus major companies that are accepting Bitcoins in 2021. So Definitely check out the links again on WokenFree.com. Question 12. Imagine you have won a million dollars. Who will you tell? What will you do with the money? So I would tell you, Khalil, uh, and then we would probably proceed to use the, and of course, you know, the select few people that I trust in my life. Uh, and, and that, I mean that very <laughs> seriously, select. <laughs> But uh, we would proceed to use the money, I imagine, the following ways. A, pay off my law school student loan debt. That That's for the birds. Uh, secondly, invest a portion in our business ventures uh, and then also invested in our investment strategy, as well as a portion to be donated for nonprofits because who doesn't want wow. to write off? Uh, and also, we, you know, there's certain charities we, we currently support that we want to make sure that we, you know, if we're blessed of a million dollars, then that blessing should be a blessing for others as well. All right. Similarly to you, I would tell my lover. I wonder who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've See taken a lover. I, spe- I, I specified you, but you've taken a lover. Yeah. Oh, how, how lovely. I hope you're very happy. For this, all these years, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's been a multi-year love yeah. relationship. That's so interesting. Yeah, love. of course you know about it. I don't know. You're, you're yeah, you revealing yourself, so you're dry snitching on yourself now. Yeah, but you already know, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every bo- a lot of people know. It's wow. on the bo- it's on the books. Wow. It's on the books, so that's the good thing. Wow. It's nothing revealed You're by me. taxes with this person, eh? Exactly. <laughs> Say you know it. Exactly. You know who this is. I yeah, have to say the words. Yeah, you can't say their name, exactly. I'd have to say the words. Because mm-hmm. somebody is too into themselves. That's why I can't say it. <laughs> yep. Somebody is doing that too much. Okay. And what would you what would you and your lover do with this money? <laughs> <laughs> After I told my lover that yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pay off debts like you mentioned. Yep. The next thing I would do is purchase a home for a reasonable price. Now that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny? That is funny given our status of uh, you know, with price home real But I, that's right why now. I say a reasonable price. Oh, so five know. years from now then you'd be <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm looking for the reasonability. That's okay. all I'm going by. Or no. maybe like a can't trailer. be too outstanding. <laughs> I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not going there. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't speak on that. But okay. I would also just buy another property just mm-hmm. to have in the back pocket. Okay. And then I would invest in other securities like stocks and bonds nice. with the rest of the money. 
Okay, and maybe charity, I guess, for you is an afterthought. The charity is me buying another property. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I can put people in it. Nice. Compound city. Nice. <laughs> Stop I talk. like it. <laughs> I didn't say I, I was going to train them. I wish you and your lover good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk like that. That doesn't make any sense coming from you. But you it's know. so funny, though. It's yeah, so you know you're being though. messed up. <laughs> I can't quite. believe you. Question 13. If you were speaking to a young person who wants a career where they can make a lot of money, what would you advise them? I would actually tell them to look into IT careers. I think that's definitely mm-hmm. something that's needed. All companies need a IT team. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something that's going to be around for a long time. Mm. And the second thing that'll help in any position is just picking up a programming language. So break that with, out with, for folks. So that means if you learn how to program, like if you learn a language like Python, yes. you may be able to use that at yes. a job, even at like a hotel management company yes. they, they like people that have those skills because then you can actually you know work on their system or work on their database if you learn sql that's yes. another programming yes uh that's another that's like a database language but either way any kind of software skills that you could pick up that's mm-hmm. going to really help you and makes you look good no matter what the industry is in okay my answer is kind of different uh but similar vein i would advise a young person to consider becoming a data scientist uh there are entry level positions that are starting at six figures for folks so if you want to come out of college uh with a six figure salary a data scientist role would definitely be uh, something to look into also there's such a growing demand for data scientists right if you think about it how much data guys are recollecting collectively in the world each and every day we need people to be able to analyze this data from a sales perspective for medical perspective historical like every industry is more and more reliant on data uh more so than 10 15 30 years ago so this is a industry that's only going to be growing there's a growing growing demand for these people these data scientists so if you're smart (laughs) you will definitely think about this Uh, also there's just such a wonderful opportunity to use data for good right like i said from a medical perspective what if we could figure out uh, ways to help save more lives or ways to study and prevent illnesses and disease with the data that we collect every time you go to the doctor right what are they doing they're collecting data from you what are we doing with that data are we doing enough with it probably not so there's that and then also it's just uh again just an open field so if you're a lot of times people get concerned about like is uh an industry or space too crowded data science not so much they can't fill the roles fast enough so if you're young and or just interested in the space go ahead and get get a role there that's interesting that neither of us mentioned medical field Oh, Which yeah. is another popular field to Are you only saying that because our last name is Nurse and people always come for us for that? Or? No, I'm just oh, saying okay. that in general. And for the first thing that people try to say is become a doctor. Oh, yeah, no. That's a very crowded money. space. And also, it's, that's like, I don't know. I just think that data scientists... You got to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. I think data scientists, you can get started a, just a bit quickly, quicker. Just, you, get, you get your college degree <laughs> yeah, in it's it. Not and as then, intense. Or you're self-trained and you have a certification. And there you go. You're good to go. Yeah, it's not as intense. Mm-hmm. Question 14. Can money buy happiness? No, never. But, 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 but money can make things easier for you in your life, right? And it also can, you know, reduce certain complications and provide alternative complications. But ultimately, I think, you know, kind of like the Mo Money, Mo Problem song with Biggie and uh, Diddy. Is it is it worth it? Yes. 
<laughs> I'll take the complications that come with money because again, I want more of that control over my time and I want more time in my life. So uh, I think that that makes sense. Yeah, maybe money can't buy happiness, but it can make you forget about some of your problems. You can throw money at the at the issue and mm-hmm. make it disappear. So that's one way you could kind of mm-hmm. mask your your sadness is Absolutely. what some people do too. Mm-hmm. It can't you can't throw money at everything, <laughs> but there's certain things where you're like, man, I'm so tired from cooking dinner every day. Well, money would solve that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired to go food shopping. Well, money would solve that, right? Oh, man, I need someone to walk the dog. Yep, money solves that, right? So there's certain things in your life where money absolutely would alleviate the stress and, and the complication in your life. Could money raise your child? No. <laughs> absolutely not. And it can't necessarily help your health. <laughs> nope. And it yeah. can't make your partner love limitations. you. Limitations. And it can't you make your children love you, right? Like, there are things that money can't do, but there definitely are things money can cover for you. Yeah. Question 15. What constitutes, quote unquote, a waste of money? The easiest way to waste money is just to go ahead and burn it. Wow. Burning currency for pleasure, I consider that a waste of money because you're just... You That's a really offbeat answer. That's interesting. You could have burned something else. Why'd you decide to burn money? Any type of burning is creating, you know, an environmental issue, though, right? So I think <laughs> but people do do that, though. People yeah, do is. burn money, though. It's It's been done before. I don't know. The scene that comes to mind is from Dark Knight. I knew you'd think of that. I knew yeah, it. Joker's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> burn it all. True. And that was a really intense and upsetting scene, yeah. And then another waste of money to me is paying for a service that doesn't resolve your issue. Mm. So calling those hotlines and then telling you something's going to happen in your life. And I think that's a waste of money. Ouch. Okay. Ouch. I'd have <laughs> That's to why they that don't they don't have right those here. anymore because those are those are considered Ms. I think Cleo, fraudulent. Are you talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> hotlines like that. Don't come for Miss Cleo. That's so sad. But there's also like sex hotlines. I don't know if they have those of anymore. Of course, you went that direction. Yep. Because that seems fraudulent as well. So I'm not speaking on that. Okay, I'm not sure, but I don't think those are around anymore. I mean, maybe they I are. Know. I don't know. I, well, they have those other things, those cam girls, right? The girls. That's who... different, though. That's not. Oh, that's a service that is not a waste of money. There's something you get. There's something that comes from that. There's nothing that comes from the voice line. No, there's nothing that comes from the the voice that t- tries to give you advice. Doesn't work. I'm gonna pray for you. Cologne. I'm just telling you. I'm gonna pray that for to you. me is a waste of money. Those services in that vein. Mm, nice. Those are those telephone hotline services. All right. So I'm gonna take my answer and I'm gonna go more broad since you went way too specifically. Oh, here really? Here. Uh, <laughs> for me, I would say. Anything that you are spending your money that doesn't serve or promote your happiness, your wellness, or your success would constitute a waste of money. So I, I want to go broad there. So because I think for everyone, it's different. For some people, you know, a cert, yeah, a sex service thing might not be a good use of money for them, but it might be a good use for someone else. So I think it's hard to identify specific services, but I would say broadly, if it's not making you happy, if it's not making you successful, if it's not making you well in this world, then it's probably a waste of time and money. Okay. You can say that. Mm. Question 16. Should you discuss money with friends or family? So there is that old adage statement of you never talk about money, politics, or religion with friends or family. And do I think that, you know, there should be certain rules that we play by in life? Of course, we have Woken Free 86 Facts of Life, guys. It's our book. Get it. WokenFree.com. Uh, for, for me, I would say... I think that when you talk about money or religion or uh, <laughs> politics, you know, it, it 
opens up a can of worms for sure. And then also people judge you. They also can get really aggressive depending upon how they, what they're passionate about and how they lie with certain issues. So overall, I only recommend discussing money with people who will not make you regret that conversation. And so you have to have a really good understanding of how they respond to things, the level yeah. of temper and anger that they have. Are they strapped with a, a loaded gun at the time? So uh, knives are okay. Or that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wild, wild west we live in. And uh, But my general recommendation would be to probably not discuss it unless you absolutely are sure this person can handle the conversation. Like, can they handle the truth, right? You can't handle it, then don't discuss it with them. Yeah, I think you can discuss money just depending on who the person is. You need to know your audience, right? Mm. Some people like discussing money. Others are firmly against it because they don't like talking about their livelihood. They mm. feel like it's a judge of their character. So that's what you just got to keep in mind when discussing it with friends or family. Okay. Question 17. What has been the best thing you ever spent money on? I think money spent on our son is the money best spent since Aww. it reaches far beyond our lifespan, right? Yeah. Before, I would have said our house was money best spent because that was shelter that we could we could customize to our heart's desire. Mm. But now investing in our future is, I think, the best way to spend money. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, I went with future, but not necessarily for him. I would say broader for the household, which would be investing in our business venture, ventures or our investments. Uh, because that is going to be an opportunity for us to broaden our future, which obviously does include our son. And then, you know, uh, kind of if that includes homes or if that includes stocks or whatever, it's going to be money that multiplies, which offers more opportunities for him and us as well. Question 18. Is there something you regret buying and why? Nope, because everything happens for a reason. And if you didn't like an outcome, you know, there have been gifts that I bought for people who you know, ended up being, you know, people who are, you know, I don't even speak to right now, or that I've spent money on people who have treated me very poorly in life, or, you know, I've had bad experiences or whatever. At the end of the day, everything has to happen uh, for you to learn. And in, I don't believe in living with regret. What I do believe in is living with an understanding of like, taking an assessment of what has happened, what were the outcomes, did you like it, did you not like it, and then how would you act differently? Not like, oh man, I wish I didn't do it. That's not helpful. You've already done it. Boo, 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 right? But how are you going to act differently? How are you going to learn to befriend different type of people, right? There's certain lessons that will keep happening in your life until you learn that lesson. <laughs> and that includes people, right? It comes in the form of people. It comes in the form of circumstances as well. So you have to learn from these so you don't keep meeting that same personality type who keeps breaking your heart or that certain same situation who makes you go crazy. Yeah, that's good advice. And I regret something very specific, and that's when I purchased parts and service from my car that didn't actually resolve the issue. <laughs> oh, man. I think that was a waste of money, and if I did it again, I wouldn't have actually made the same choice. So okay. That, that's also a thing I actually consider a case of money wasted. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's very That's specific. how I look at it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Question 19. What are key money tips you'd like to share with the youth? The tips I'd like to share... Is that they should, one, learn all the types of currency and monetary securities available mm, to them, just so you know cool. what there is to work with. Second thing is learn what has the highest rate of returns out of all those securities, because you want to know where you want to put most of your money at, right? Mm -hmm. But usually with the high rate of return comes a high risk, so also you need to balance that. The third thing is learn how to lower your tax liability. Nice. Yes. And, you know, do that. You'll be golden. Your AGI, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth thing is 
don't use all of your money. Try not to just <laughs> empty it out and say, I have nothing left. That's, yeah. Because the more money you have, the more money you can get. That It just makes Word. it easier. Word. And the last thing I'd like to say is try to use credit to pay for things. And then you just pay off the balance to avoid exposing your money to potential fraudsters. I love it. Because some people will tell you always use debit. But then, you're, you know, you open yourself up to uh-huh. issues and hacking. So sure. try to use credit because you can just... That protects the actual money you have. Mm-hmm. Credit, even though money's not real, credit is a less real thing than that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you try to go with credit for paying for things and then just pay that off. No, oh, yeah. No, that's... A, we didn't even talk about that, but that's a great point, which is to protect your money as well, right? Like, oh, true. Definitely yeah. thinking about... What are the ways to utilize uh, how when you spend your money is debit versus credit like that? That might even be a whole other episode to consider. So that's interesting. All right. So for me, you know, uh, I would say I love to like learn financial advice from people like you and then also other resources. And I'm a fan of the uh, website, thebalance.com. And they had an article which talked about the top 10 financial tips to share. And so I thought this would probably be a good article I would probably share with the youth uh, if they're thinking about how to think about finance in a healthy manner, which is one, get paid when you're what you're worth and spend less than you earn. So similar to your point, don't spend all the money you get. If you earn 20,000, you should not be spending 20,000, try to spend 10,000 or less, right? And start to build yourself up, you know, a reservoir. Stick to a budget. Budgeting is key. Uh, As someone who loves, you know, tchotchkes and, and, you know, oh, let's have a treat here and there. This was not something that I'd necessarily uh, spent a lot of time thinking about. And I now have had to as an adult more and more. So really appreciate that advice. Yeah. Pay off a credit card debt. Yep. I, I agree with you there. Uh, if you do buy on credit, don't just let it build up, but obviously pay it down and get, get, get debt free as soon. And as, as when it makes sense for you, there are ways to leverage it in your financial planning. So you just have to look at the different circumstances. It's not a one fit size fits all kind of situation there. Contribute to a retirement plan. Guys, if you don't already know, you're going to get old and die. So how are you going to live out the, the golden years of your life, right? It doesn't make sense to, to, to live in a way where you get to 65 and you realize, oh, wow, I have not enough for the rest of my life. Have a retirement plan. Have a savings plan. Absolutely. Uh, invest. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, maximize your employment benefits. That's interesting. And so there they're talking about like 401k plans. Not all employers offer this, but yeah. you know, things like that. Your flexible spending accounts, your medical and dental insurance. As we just had a baby. Yeah. Healthcare is not a game. Make sure you have it. Uh, and also they advise reviewing your insurance coverages. Wow. Super important, right? Because what if you're on a trip? Does it make sense for you to be able to see a doctor in another country outside of your network, right? Like those things matter and, and it, there's financial consequences for those decisions. Updating your will. I love that. They mentioned in 2020, just 32% of the Americans had a will. So, you know, guys, you're going to die. I, you know, it, it's just a reality. It's not if, but it's a matter of when. And so if you do not dictate how your assets will be distributed, you, you risk having your financing get messed up for the people that matter most to you. So definitely do that. And I love the number 10 tip, which is keep good records. Yep, yep, yep. You wow. need to, as to your point about taxes and lowering your AGI, if you don't keep good records, it impacts your taxes. And then again, you could lose more money. So pay attention. <laughs> yeah. All right. A lot of points there. Mm-hmm. Question 20. What are the biggest misconceptions with money? 
So this also, I found a really interesting article on moneytalksnews.com. And so they go through a couple of them. I don't know if I'll mention all of them. You can find the links again on wokenfree.com. The more money I have, the happier I'll be. Uh, not necessarily, right? How many celebrities do we love and, and have killed themselves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not yeah, necessarily. Tons of money, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a big misconception. Uh, a big income will keep me out of debt. Again, how many celebrities have earned a lot of money and have found themselves completely bankrupt or in and broke? Yeah, a lot of <laughs> debt because the more money you have means what? The more money you can spend, which means the more debt you can collect. It's actually, it doesn't work the opposite way. Um, millionaires drive fancy cars, wear fancy clothes and live in fancy houses. So being that we're from New York, we know that we, and we've seen celebrities who, right? Like dress like, I don't Celebrities, though, is the key, not just the, yeah. the standard millionaire doesn't do those things. Correct, yeah. But no, but we, I was going to say, even them, they dress down, though. There's lots of pictures that you can find of, like, fancy people who are oh, not yeah. dressed very Yeah, fancy on their normal days, right? Financially, yeah. if you think about it, does it make sense to walk around in couture? <laughs> no, it doesn't, right? It makes more sense for you to go to the thrift shop and buy yourself a whole wardrobe and live with that for a while. You know, it's poor people who love to spend money on clothes and <laughs> It's not that it'd be really, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then another one, the couple I'll mention, then I'll, I'll kick it to you, which is the more money I have, the fewer worries I'll have. That's definitely not true. Uh, the more money you have, the more different complications you have and considerations you have to think about, right? Will people try to rob me? Will people try to steal from me? Will people constantly hit me up for money? Those are new considerations that you didn't have when you were broke. Right. So think about that. And then this is a good one. Money will help me find love a thousand percent false. That's crazy to think that. <laughs> uh, very sad. Uh, yeah. Well, not love, but I know it can get you a relationship. And though. it can also get you sexual activity, which is, you know, yeah. those are different things. Those so are if, for sale. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, love is not for sale. And there yeah, are more true. guys, but, uh, you know, definitely check out the link on welcomefree.com. And your thoughts that you wanted to add? Well, I just have the one point. I mentioned it kind of earlier, but the biggest misconception that I hear from people is that money is the root of all evil. I think mm. that is the worst yeah. thing that anyone has said. That phrase is completely wrong. Foolish. It's not true. Yeah. It's just a means for his exchange time. I mean, if time is evil, then all right, fine. That's You prove to me that time is evil. Then we can say money is evil. That's Because foolish. money is not... Yeah. Money doesn't cause any issues. It's the people... Who, doing things with the Correct. money that causes issues, Correct. right? That's not the money in itself. It's not like money has caused all our problems, but yeah. people often think that. They're like, money has caused these issues. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Don't blame the money. Yeah. It is not the money's fault. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. And then last question out of the gate, question 21, what is one thing you wish you knew about money when you were younger? Well, I really wish that I knew about all the different types of mm. investments that you can make money with. In this day and age, now it's easy, but you know when we were growing up, we didn't know anything about that. There was no yeah. easy way to jump into the stock market. There was no easy way to jump into real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Now they have all these apps and stuff, and it it's in all the different investing fields, so anybody can actually jump in pretty mm-hmm. easily now, but we didn't have that when we were growing up, but I wish I just even knew those things existed. I don't know how I would have done it. I guess I would have to go to the library and do research. But yeah. either way, it would have been nice just to know about the investments when I was younger because 
than I could have taken advantage of compound interest at a young age. Mm, such a good point. Yeah, I, I would say for me, I wish I knew about the connection between time and money because as a kid, I didn't really value money because unlike you, I did have, yeah, I did have a kind of a flow, a, a small stream of income where I had a stipend uh, or an allowance rather that was given to me. And unfortunately- But a I, reasonable allowance. It was know. a fantastic allowance. I yeah. got an allowance too, but yeah. I was paid pittance. Yeah, I was paid like 20 bucks a week or something like that. Plus money for <laughs> academic success. And of course I was academic very successful so you know i was i didn't lack for money and of course i spent it all on food and candy which was foolish <laughs> Come on. You have I mean, my butt that. and my hips say thank you but uh, you could have gave me your money <laughs> indeed 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 and uh and so <laughs> i understood compounding interest or even understanding that if i saved my money and i could have invested my money then i could have more money which means i could have had more treats and candies <laughs> Yeah, you could have bought road. a food truck. I could have had a whole candy industry, right? <laughs> like, so, you know, it's a shame. So I do wish that. I don't regret any of it because it is funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's great a, content. It's great. I can't believe Let's that. Spend your money on uh, uh, sweet honey buns <laughs> and Skittles. Wow. But, uh, you know, you live and you learn. And so now we know more and better so that our next generation, KJ, can uh, do better and live better than how we did. That's definitely a good point. <laughs> Absolutely. And it looks like we are at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 209th episode of Woken Free. Quite the episode doing a Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Money. Come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. I know there's have been several submissions for guest opportunities. Guys, bear with us. You know, it's been crazy year. We had a kid and uh, we have a lot on our plates, as you know, who doesn't. Uh, but for those who we are interested in, you definitely will hear from us. And uh, make sure you hit us up on our Contact Us page uh, to share your story, to make sure that we, if, if we do want to bring you on a guest, we have all the information we need there. When it comes to social media, definitely always hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at Woken Free. And then outside of, spon- outside of uh, guest submissions, if you're interested in sponsorship, or collaborations same page contact us page at wokenfree.com that's w-o-k-e-n-f-r-e-e.com if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every wednesday for woken free wednesdays remember woken free is more than a podcast it is a way of life until next time time is money y'all